listening to Frank Skinner's podcast from Absolute Radio. This, however, is um, Frank Skinner, and I found Emily Dean and uh, Alan Cochran here at my desk. <laughs> Great news. <laughs> and uh, you can text our show on 8.12.15, follow the show on Twitter, at Frank on the radio, email the show via the Absolute Radio website. I like the idea we were found. Just uh, yeah. We were all found. We're foundlings. We, we, weren't, we weren't booked and, yeah. and fulfilled <laughs> our professional duty. We were found, just discovered. <laughs> oh, they'll do. <laughs> well, it's a sort of uh, theatrical term, isn't it, being discovered? Something <laughs> great yeah. about it. Is, it. It is like being found amidst the bulrushes. Mm. Is that where Moses was found? I don't know, but it's lovely and biblical. Yeah, Eight, twelve, fifteen. <laughs> yeah, I think I'm, well, I'm where fairly confident. Moses found? <laughs> I'm fairly confident. <laughs> Uh, don't wa- don't waste your fifty pences. I'm fairly confident. Point. Moses was um, in the bulrushes. It's one of your areas of interest, isn't it? It is. Yeah, my uh, <laughs> specialist subject, Moses. That's his hobbies: writing letters, reading Moses. Writing letters. <laughs> yeah. Do you, I used to put that to my pen pals. What are your hobbies? Writing letters, reading. I'm was afraid it? I was one of those people who used to put stuff like walking, <laughs> films, <laughs> brackets, as long as they're on television. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, interests. What um, challenging or exciting interests have you put in the section of the form that says interests? Eight, twelve, fifteen. Yeah. Don't include reading. No. Well, some people put things like friends. <laughs> Talking yeah. about it's not an interest, is it? I suppose. I suppose one could have interest. In. I tell you what, I'd, I'd like. To, I used to listen to a thing when I was a kid called the Billy Cotton Band Show. Right. And I had a dream of, that I was staying at Billy Cotton's house the other night with his <laughs> Did wife. You? I don't mean with his wife in any. His wife, I strange, guess, strange love rival. Yeah, I'm <laughs> guessing she's been dead between thirty and fifty years. But anyway. Um, it reminded me, he, he did a breakfast show and he used to start like this. I'll give it a bit of space. Wakey, wakey! <laughs> um, and I think that's, it's, it is ultimately no one's ever topped that as a way to start a breakfast show. <laughs> like it. Brilliant. And then it used to go into Somebody Stole My Girl with his band playing. But um, I don't know if he owns it, if it's copyright. They didn't have copyright in those days, did they? I don't think so. No. Back me up. Very modern. Speaking of birds of prey, I held uh, an eagle the other day. Did, did you? you? Why did you get your hands on one of those? I was, the... I was at a fight, a local fight, mm. and um, someone said to me, actually it was it was a, a, a journalist from a, the, the uh, local newspaper, and they're always after a photo at a fight. Yeah. Mm. He said, uh, could you hold that eagle? Sorry to interrupt, Frank, but I like that they still have journalists at local paper because yeah. I think they only have that in detective shows, a journalist at a local paper. Well, in, I mean, in Broadchurch, I think the last series of Broadchurch, yeah. the paper more or less collapsed. Spoiler, Spoiler. alert. <laughs> well, I think that's not... It's not the big <coughs> reveal in Broadchurch. Oh, there are other surprises. Yeah, never mind who killed... What happened to the paper? I've been worried about that for ages. The distribution was rock bottom. Um, so... Uh, so, yeah, so I held this... Have you ever held an eagle on you? I mean, I had How to... you? No. I had to... No. You know me, any excuse to wear a gauntlet. Yeah. As we, as we say in the S&M. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, Do we? <laughs> yeah, is, the ga- is, a ga- is there a, a sort of bigger version of a gauntlet called a gaunt? Oh. No. As gaunty. 
No, but you know where you have things like lut off on the end of a word. Yeah, often yeah. means a smaller version. Yeah, I'm yeah. trying to think of one. Starlet. Starlet. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Doesn't mean Lovely. that. No. Does it? <laughs> <laughs> oh well. What about heart now? So, um, yeah. So I held this thing. It was. It was really. I could feel the arm muscles going. Was it an actual right, eagle? It's quite a heavy thing. Is it an actual eagle? What do you mean it was an actual well, eagle? Well, I just thought it might be one of the lesser at, ones. It's like... one of these lookalikes that works the local face. Well, they were the lesser <laughs> bird of prey than the eagle, aren't they? <laughs> kestrel in a false beak. <laughs> yes, that's what I would have thought, quite honestly. Now, this was an Your eagle. eagles are quite hard to get hold of. This, really? Well, it was, it was strapped down. <laughs> also, I think recently we did sort of um, cliched photographs that you sometimes see in newspapers. Is... <laughs> Is celebrity with bird of prey <laughs> at local fates? I don't know if that's a, if It that's feels a, like it should that's be. that's a cliché. I love it. Oh, it is, Frank. <laughs> but I tell you, I look, I, we looked each other in the eye the way one does when you're very close to a bird of prey. Yeah. yeah. Um, How'd it but, go? Well, I thought, you know, I wanted to say to it, look, I've lost a stone in half recently, I could help you. <laughs> <laughs> He looked, um, he looked rough as... What really? do you mean? What, did he look he hadn't slept? He looked like he'd been sleeping rough. <laughs> he did look really, like, dishevelled and... Yeah. Oh, Puffy dear. eyes. You know, like... If, Need if, a like, pedicure, maybe? Like, like he'd been on a bed. Nails are terrible. Yeah. Yes, um, anyone owns an eagle, um, congratulations. <laughs> absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. When you're ready, Frank, we have a whatever happened to suggestion. Mm. Oh, lovely. So this is from, I think it's 281. Good morning, all. Long-time reader. And, oh, there's a bit of praise here. They refer to the quality of the show. I do apologise for that. Whatever happened to toys inside cereal boxes? I went down the breakfast aisle and not a single inedible lure anywhere. Is that right? In the mid-90s, I once got a watch in a box of <laughs> Tesco sugar puffs. <laughs> Whatever happened to... Toy- well, I thought they were still around, you see. Yeah, me too. But, but um, I had... Uh, i tell you what I had. Uh, the first time I ever discovered Letraset... Mm. In shredded wheat, you used to get on the back, you'd get a um, a nighttime scene, from maybe on top of a building in yeah. Gotham City. Oh, yeah. And then oh, inside, yes. you'd get these um, Batman, Robin and various felons. Uh-huh. And you just used to go over them with a biro and you could put them anywhere on the, uh, on the scene. It's I remember great. that. I used to love that. Other than that, I don't think I can remember a damn thing I've ever got out of a cereal box, and there must have been loads of them. Yeah. yeah. But I know they do settle, the ingredients do settle. If anyone's worried at home, they've been uh, ripped off. Yeah. No, that's that. just... But what what have think... you had out of a cereal box <laughs> in the, in the, by way of a toy? A twelve fifty. And well done on the watch. Oh, yeah. I mean, like, they don't watch. specify what kind of watch it was. Oh, are they on about the Hopalong Cassidy? No, they yeah, got, they got they it in their Tesco in sugar the puffs. In the mid-90s, I got yeah. a watch in a box of Tesco sugar puffs, which is... A watch? I mean, a great. Now, that's, got, that, that's like when they get a chicken's head in uh, a bag <laughs> of uh, crisps. Oh, right. <laughs> well, you that's think it was a mistake? Foreign object foreign was, it, was it still on the forearm? <laughs> a factory worker's watch <laughs> fell in. Yeah, that's, that's someone who's chewed up by the machinery. <laughs> Put any money on that. <laughs> what? A wedding ring. Yeah, I didn't like that blood though all over the rice crispies. <laughs> that, that was a weird flavour they tried. <laughs> the 
must, I must have had loads of stuff. I'm sad now that I can't remember other things that I've had out of. Oh, I definitely. Oh, stuff. I used to I get little figurines. That. I think figurines. Yeah, choking hazards. Figurines. Maybe that's what's figurines are like gauntlets. You say, aren't they? <laughs> Uh, choking hazard, no. Figurines were the least of the worries in my oh, household. No. Right. Can, can I say, I, I had a choking thing this week. You I, I was talking to someone and uh, I'd eaten a raw carrot. Oh. And uh, I didn't... I started the sentence, what's up, doc? <laughs> no, I didn't. <laughs> and um, I was talking to him and it, it, it went down what I believe is uh, medically known as the wrong way. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah, and um, I started, <coughs> and you know when you get a really super choke, oh, one of those. Man. And every time I cough, bits of carrot were flying <laughs> yeah, out yeah. of me. It's like some terrible technical hitch on Guinevere <laughs> on lottery night. <laughs> and it was, oh, it was so awful. I mean, it was that bit where the you think this is it now, I'm going to die. And you know you get a bit oh. dizzy yeah. when you're Well, choking. also, if that was a soap, Frank, I would not I would be uh, making plans for your next show. Do you know what I mean? Whenever they have a coughing fit. I also... I don't know about you, uh, but if somebody chokes in front of me as a choking fit, I never quite regard them with the same respect <laughs> <laughs> ever again. There's something so humiliating. <laughs> a choking fit. Oh, I just think, oh... <laughs> Get away from... I just think less of them because I've seen them having a choking fit. And so I was partly, even though I couldn't breathe, I was partly thinking, well, this person must be... I know, even mid-choking fit, even when I'm saying things like, oh, my God, can I get you a drink of water? Inside, I'm thinking, oh, oh come on, I don't want to see this. It's like you've lost control. <laughs> Some, oh, it's just embarrassing, I think, and humiliating. <laughs> Yeah, I, and what about when you lose your voice and you go? So it's gone down the wrong way. When, pe- when people start, oh, I, can't, I, just down the wrong way. I think you need to go off somewhere if you're going to chat. I don't, pe- like an animal to die. People don't want to see. You. I mean, it's the opposite of that. Really, it's you like need in help. The gorilla community. You when you're not well, you have to go off somewhere. Oh, the gorilla community. They're <laughs> so dignified, aren't they? Is that, they are very dignified. <laughs> you got to give them that. Well, except when they've had black currants. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. They go cray-cray. But, um, <laughs> honestly, I can think of people now I know who I've seen choke. And, really? Um, and I, don't, I think less. I <laughs> yeah, think yeah, less yeah. Well, who is it? Oh, well, I'm not prepared to name names. <laughs> I don't want to show them up on the radio. <laughs> So I'll tell you what I did this week. You know, remember that programme uh, I've never seen, Star Wars? Yes. Oh. Uh, it's all about things that you haven't done that most people have, have done. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know what happened to it. Does it still exist? don't think so. I don't think so, no. Oh, soon. If they wait 10 or 15 years, they'll be able to have a series called I've Never Seen, I've Never Seen Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, I, um, I played my first ever game of Guess Who... Did Ever? you? Yeah. Wow. Pass me by completely, guess who? You were wild, didn't you? 
Um, when, when was it around? When would you say it was its golden age? Well, it's been around a long time. I've, when was it made? Guess who? I'm going to guess here. I'd say I I played it growing up in the 70s and 80s. Definitely, yeah. Are we playing Guess When? Guess Who? Is that <laughs> guess, guess it's a new game called Guess When. <laughs> <laughs> Is it still the same? I wonder. Guess yeah. When wouldn't be a bad game, would it? Yeah. Because how often do you think? The other day, I remember it was the 13th of July. It's my dad's birthday. And I think Julius Caesar's as well. And I said... Um, oh, I'm glad you remembered his. You get so upset. <laughs> same again. Same initials as my dad, but we won't go into it. So, <laughs> so I said... And I remember it was the first Live Aid anniversary. So then me and Kat sat and said, well, when would that have been? I reckon 19... It's, you know, it's quite an enjoyable thing. So guess when oh, you yeah. could just have mm. big events and you had to put the date Lovely. on. Lovely. If anyone, any game makers listening at home... <clears throat> Bit of fun. You can have that. <laughs> <laughs> so so you've never played Guess Who? No. And and what did you think of it? I'm well, interested. I played with Boz, uh, in oh, case right. you don't know, he's, that's my five-year-old child, and mm. uh, he knew, he told me how to play it. He, he'd played it at school. Yeah. But he's only played it a bit, so it was the blind lead in the blind. <laughs> Well, the, the near-sighted, the near-sighted lead in the blind. Are they still the same? There was a lot of a uh, couple of Charles Bronson, Britain's most dangerous prisoner, <laughs> yeah. Luke Olight. The yeah, there's that. Yeah. A lot of moustaches mm-hmm. in there. But I think he hasn't quite got the hang of it. One of his, um, I think, his second question was, "Do they look kind?" Right. Which is, you know, it's very. Open to interpretation, isn't it? Yeah. Well, not really. I mean, the Charles Bronson <coughs> lookalikes, I tend to say no. Well. But then um, if he, if his interpretation is different, he could flip down all the ones that... Well, exactly. Well, you're getting up. a bit technical now, love. We are. Very what serious about my guess who. <laughs> we had a bit of a row about what constitutes a hat. <coughs> Did you? I mean, I, I had no idea it was so complex. But it's a great game. I'd rate yeah. light review. Yeah. <laughs> and there's a lot, there's a lot, all the women look a bit like Elton John in it, I find. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. That, well, that's what women used to look like yeah. when I was a child. Exactly. So maybe it is older than you. Yeah. Every mom, all my mates' moms look like Sir Elton John. Yeah. And nowadays they all, you know, they all You'd look think like. Uh, a modernised version of it. Who do they look like now? Moms. Melanie Sykes is who they look like now. Oh, that's your a good mom. Right. Mom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm glad I missed that. It'd have been too much, wouldn't it? (laughs) (laughs) It would have. I'd have evaporated. Skinner, Dean and Cochrane. Together, The Frank Skinner Show. Absolute radio. Have we heard from the outside world? We have. We like we've, um, we've got various plates spinning. One is, uh, I, I think you're asking about Guess Who. Hi, Frank. I found an original Guess Who in an empty house from the 80s. <laughs> <laughs> oh, let's break this weird, down. Break it on ja- down. A Japanese ghost film. <laughs> <laughs> that or I'm reading the beginning of a Scooby-Doo episode, I yeah. think. Or was it... Um, was it the negative equity? Was that why it was Could empty? Be. They'd done a midnight flit. None of this is explained by 377. Maybe it will be in a further text uh, from the 80s. Nowadays, it's much more flimsy, but still the same game. That's, that's mm. that. Um, and 318 has said, uh, the first toy I remember getting from a cereal pack was a small cardboard wheel, approximately the size of the top of a coffee mug, which had a serrated <laughs> edge... 
and was attached to a loop of elastic thread. The idea was to extend and relax the elastic to get the wheel spinning, at which point you would get a friend or family member to hold a piece of newspaper rigid and you would demonstrate the enormous cutting power of your oh, saw. Wow. I love it when Rayman gets in touch. <laughs> <laughs> to cut increasing layers of newspaper and also create an incredible noise, endless hours of fun. That sounds great. That does sound mm. good. How many films have you seen when there's been someone <laughs> on one of those buzz saw things like yeah. waiting? Oh, well, the Batman and Robin was the classic, Frank. It's in a Bond, at least, isn't it? At least yeah. Well, I don't know, see, I get mixed up with the laser up the uh, gusset. Oh. <laughs> oh, do you? <laughs> laser up the gusset, I know, I Well, there was a classic Batman and Robin. It's Goldfinger. <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't bring him up at this point. Um, you and I were bo- both used to watch separately, obviously. Batman and Robin, uh, deadly, deadly serious expressions on our faces. Exactly. Didn't we? I, I, we didn't know. We didn't know in those no. days. Tracy Spark says I collected actual vinyl singles off the front of Kellogg's Frosties back in the late eighties, early nineties. Really? I vaguely remember that. Yeah, I think I might have had uh, a Village People. It was it was it was red. They used to be. There was sort of discs. Were they, were they part? Were off the bat? Were they mm. stuck to the outside were, of the packet? But they were more plasticky. Uh, I suppose if you put them inside, you can get all the sugar and get in the groove. You could put it in between cardboard and whatever that material is to hold the inner cereal. You know that sort of plasticky. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> we'll probably have a text in saying what that's called. That. Well, it's not quite plastic, I believe it's called. Yeah. It's a bit like I can't believe it isn't butter. The inner bag. This does get I certainly don't remember. Singles. What, 45 RPM singles? (laughs) Yeah. Frank, does Guess Who still have the blue sort of domino frames for the characters that you flip down? It has has doors that you close. Oh, okay. Oh, doors, okay. Yeah. Um, I, I once wrote to Dennis Law, the uh, famous footballer, oh, yeah. um, asking for his autograph. And he sent me, he was doing some sort of thing with shredded wheat. And he sent me back like a little leaflet advertising <laughs> shredded wheat. They had got like his autograph printed on the oh, thing. That was like, it. <laughs> like junk mail. Like... Rubbish. <laughs> what kind of an autograph is that? <laughs> a printed autograph on a shredded wheat. Promo. Oh, that's flyer. Yeah. Still alive, Dennis Law. Thanks for that, if you're listening. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, a small child writes to you saying, you know, I think you're a brilliant footballer. He didn't even play for West Brom. I just, you no, know, Frank, he transcended that. I know that's bad, and I know I mention this a lot, but what about from Frank Bruno to Emma Love F. Bruno? Oh. Come on. But that's, I'm, I'm happy with F. Bruno. <laughs> yeah, but to Emma. <laughs> Oh, to Emma. Oh, I forgot that bit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but, you know, it's, it's an approximation of a very okay. nice thought. OK. <laughs> this is Frank Skinner, Absolute Radio. Tracy Spark has sent us... I appreci- She's back again, Spark. She's back again. <laughs> I appreciate this is a radio show, but she has sent us photographic evidence, just FYI, of the Kellogg's Frosties mega-hits... Okay. Get up before the night is over, is what it was called. What's that, the record? Yeah. That she got? Get up before the night is over. Does that mean work through the night? Is that like an all-nighter? 
Getting up before, yeah, I suppose it's getting up early. Is that, oh, so not, there aren't that many pop songs with the message, yeah. get up early. <laughs> <laughs> Most of them are about, you know. party all night, all night yeah. long. It's mainly bought by postmen and milkmen. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but it's it's good. I like the idea of the old early to bed, fans early to rise. Hands of the shipping forecast. Yeah, that's, that's uh, excellent. Um, we've also had uh, Rachel, who has texted, three one seven. Hi, guys. I once had a rubber popper that you turned inside out on the table and it would flip up in the air, and that was it. I once stuck it on my head, don't ask why, and it left the biggest red mark in the middle of my forehead and my mum made me go to school where everyone took pleasure in taking the absolute mickey. Um, I remember those things. Little, They were they were a playground craze. Is the idea that this was free in uh, I think theory? so, yeah. OK. I, think, I don't know what it means. I think they... I don't understand any of that at all. Didn't you? There was a rubber popper. Like a... If you imagine like a rubber disc that you push in the middle... <sighs> that was wonder where that was going <laughs> yes you push in the middle so it's like a dome and then you pop it on the table and after a little while the outer edge of the dome will force its way out oh, i hate this bit <laughs> I, I don't understand and then it, it's it. Like basically it flies well. up off the desk it flies no, up i've off never the desk. seen one of those I'm sorry. <laughs> a, I'm I, know, I know what you're thinking. You. Uh, yeah, but you're, you're saying it's sort of a come of my on. Life. Come I'm on, just you describing know. it. I'm, just, I'm trying to use the you're most angry. descriptive ang- words. Why are you so angry with well, me? I think you're angry, in fairness. I'm not angry. I'm on the defensive. It's different. <laughs> I'm not angry. I don't know. I'm worried that also. Why? I don't like the sound of it. It sounds a bit <laughs> like you get from a chemist something. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I been is it a bit top drawer? That is a good comparison. Is she thinking, oh, no, there. I said fairy weight, I meant boots. <laughs> <laughs> no. no, I don't, no. Oh, I'm glad it. that bit of the show's over. It's a bit funny. If it is, I might just read it again. <laughs> I think I'm, I t- I I'm going to set up a texting. You know, oh, yeah. where okay. they do on proper radio. Yeah, go for it. What, what are you I was, thinking? Uh, I was seeing a friend. Ah, uh, oh, now the, you don't the fez has gone down. You don't think, yeah. what have you ever had off cereal boxes? This is texting for today. Oh, where was Moses well, yeah. found? I thought it was going yeah, quite no, well. No, I, I, I stopped that one early on. <laughs> I pulled up on that because I, I know where Moses was found. Oh, thanks very much for okay. asking. So do you want to wait to do the text in? Well, no, uh, the, the fairs, uh, in case you don't know, if you're new to the show, um, I, I don't imagine you'll be with us much longer. <laughs> <laughs> but the way that the, the producer tells me to show up is she puts a small like, fairs, a sort of Tommy Cooper type fairs, yeah. the ones with the black sort of horsehair fringe nice. on the fairs, not the plain fairs that you also get. Hmm. There isn't just one face, in case that's yeah. what you're thinking at home. Um, well, someone's so, been playing Guess Who, obsessed by hats. So that's, uh, that's in front of me, so that means I have to stop this link. Unfortunately, it's been in front of me, I would say, a minute and a half, and I'm still talking. Okay. So it's not a perfect system. No. But um, it's, uh, I'm going to stop now. <laughs> this is Frank Skinner, Absolute Radio. I, yeah, yeah, so I was I was going to a, a thing and I had a text from a, a friend who I was meeting. We were going together. Yeah. And the text, I wrote it down, actually. Hold on. Okay. We're going good. I may be late. There's a three-line whip at the House of Lords. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I like that. I think that's the, probably the best excuse for being late I've ever been given by anyone. That is good. 
And I, I've got to be honest, I can sense that person loved sending that. Yeah. Well, I hope so. There was so. a certain amount of enjoyment there. But, I mean, you can't argue with that. Yeah. You can't say, well, never mind that. No. Yeah. They were, I mean, they weren't too late, but, you know, they, they did their duty. Fair Respect yeah. to Mondo. I mean, I don't so, fully know what a three-line whip is, but I know that it's a thing. Well, it can be many things, but in a political thing, it's, it's because you've got to vote mm. on party lines. Right. Because it's going to be tight. Yeah. So they need to get everyone in and they all need to vote. Um, well, Ed go. Burns was late for this show once. Do you remember when we used to have guests and uh, his excuse was that his car fell in a ditch? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's right. Which was, we thought was something of a 19th century excuse. What about my my worst day? I think, I don't, I, ne- I, I don't lie very much at all, but um, I'm, I'm sort of bad at it and anti. But I did one on a first date, I was late, which is bad on yeah. the first date. But I, I decided, and it's always good to turn a negative into a positive if you can. <laughs> I said um, the reason I was late is I had to stop to sign quite a few autographs. <laughs> 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 Thus bigging myself up and, you know, getting out of the being light thing. Brilliant. How did that go? Did that go all right? I would think it would. Um, well, I still together. What, the, the first date? <laughs> yeah. I th- we went out for... I mean, the uh, excuse, the lateness excuse. Oh, yeah. It feels like that would work. Uh, it was, I've got a bit, I of, symp- a bit of sympathy for <laughs> yeah. it. Oh, that yeah. must... Brilliant. That, doesn't that drive you mad? No, it's all part of the job. It's all <laughs> yeah, yeah, you get to <laughs> yeah. do your everyman routine. So then you're popular. <laughs> yeah. And also, you're, Man you know... Man of the people. Yeah, you're good with it. You're not yeah. one of those nice oh, people. Excellent. And then I, I think I probably said that... I don't understand why celebrities moan about it. You know, it's <laughs> No, I'm, I'm lifting myself above. Oh, it's, it's all, all plus, plus. You're ticking so many boxes already. Oh, lovely. And that's before <laughs> she's even seen your sparkling personality. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's how we call it. Yeah. I think we went out for uh, about a year. Probably on Did the strength you? of that one lie. Yeah. One big lie. One big lie, like Lance Armstrong. <laughs> What's the best lie you've built a relationship on? <laughs> 8, 12, 15. <laughs> I get a text from Lance Armstrong, yeah. <laughs> what I would like, though, as, a, as, a, as people to text him, his best excuses for being late, they've oh, heard or yeah. used. Well, I was a child at... Um, I was a child. I was at school once, and I was asked why I was late. And in the same way that I think your friend would have enjoyed that, I remember distinctly, I said I was on a night shoot. I'm sorry. Oh, very <laughs> oh, And wow. I love saying that. Very good. Oh. Did they know what a night shoot was? Did they imagine yeah. you were after grouse? Yeah. I don't think they didn't. They just went, right, OK. They okay. did night shoot, didn't they? It's not like <laughs> night fishing. People no. don't go out no. and shoot at night, do they? No, they don't, because all the what birds would be asleep. What about owl hunters? I don't think there are such things. What? Why don't you ask some of your <laughs> birds of prey protected friends? species. <laughs> Owls are a protected I species. I think so. I mean, I'm just guessing. I should have picked the owl up. There's an owl. Oh, I did pick the owl up. I picked an owl up as well. What do you mean? When I did the eagle. Oh, I, don't I, mean on a, I don't mean on a first date and I told them I've been signing autographs then we went out and for a year. year. <laughs> yeah. I went out with an owl for a year. I just couldn't cope with the late nights. <laughs> Absolutely exhausted. The Frank Skinner Show. Listen live every Saturday morning from 8 on Absolute Radio. This is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Emily Dean and Alan Cochran. You can text the show on 8.12.15, follow the show on Twitter, at Frank on the radio, email the show via the Absolute Radio website. Do it. I think Emily might have just hurt herself, Frank. <laughs> I mean, 
absolute agony. That's a new station. What's happened? We're in this new studio, and it's quite badly designed. Hey, you can't (laughs) say that. Hey, hey, hey. I love it, bar one element, Hmm. the massive metal leg in between mine. Oh. Yeah, sorry about that. (laughs) (laughs) I Um. think... I mean, if I may slow this down and just describe it, I think Emily's done that thing of, you know, when you sort of wheel your... When you get the leg. ...chair underneath yeah. the desk. Yeah. So she's done that at speed and then found... Oh, you're joking. Uh, yeah, I think she's... <laughs> like it's how the footballers tense. I think she's yeah. driven into the... What she's done. ...hidden leg. Yeah, anyway, it's all fine now. Was it a bumped knee? Is that... Yeah, one of the most painful things that's ever happened to me, but there we go, let's oh, really? on the show, yeah. Wow. <laughs> Hashtag blessed. <laughs> yeah? Yeah. Um, uh, so we've had a we've, <laughs> we've had a, a text in um, about uh, whatever happened to that I think is um, an enjoyable one. Actually, it might have been a tweet. Um, yeah, from uh, um, Uncle Eric. Shall I give you? Shall I give you the uh, jingle first, and then you can just come in and complete the sentence? Yeah, if you yeah. like. Here we go. Whatever happens to Victorious tennis players jumping over the net. Yeah. <laughs> What did happen yeah. to that? It used to be absolutely a feature of um, the game. Yeah. I wonder if they've made some rules, like backstage. Oh, do you, you think know, so? I backstage? Bet, I bet in, <laughs> it's not a gig. I backstage bet, at Wimbledon. I mean, it's stopped, so... It's, it's fully stopped, hasn't it? So when I wouldn't would be you surprised. Say, when would you say it stopped? This is my guess when game. OK. <laughs> Becca. OK. It's got to be Becca. Be- Beckham. Oh. Becca. Oh. You know, Boris. I was going to say Jimmy Connors. He's he's very Ooh. jump over the net. Yeah. Are you I going back Fred Perry, Frank? I can't picture him <laughs> jumping. I don't think they did it then, did they? I don't know. Did women do it? No, women wouldn't do that silly Billy stuff. Okay. <laughs> there was a... I, well, obviously, Pat Cash, he, he, you see, Art Post Cash, I think all that business stopped. There was security I nightmares. I think even mm. as a child, I looked upon it with dread. That I, oh, I think yeah. if I'd have been a tennis player, getting to, like, the, the, say, I'm two sets up, yeah. I'd start thinking, do I really want to win this? Yeah. <laughs> then I'm going to have to jump. jump. I'm going to jump the net. Do I want that in my life? So I think in the changing rooms there's like a probably a dog-eared by now bit of A4 paper blue tacked up just mm. on their way out. Please don't jump over the net anymore if you win, because there's a danger you fall in, and also it could affect the setting of the net for the next well, match. Well, it springs mm. back, doesn't it, with ferocity the oh. net. Do you know what I mean? I mean, you could be catapulted into yeah. row D. Well, look, I have careful. a memory, and this might be, I might be imposing something on Wimbledon that was from my own experience, but I imagine the middle part of the net's quite a bit lower than the edge. <laughs> yes. But I don't think that's true at Wimbledon, is it? Oh, I think they keep question. it quite taut. Oh, somebody will tell us. Yeah, yeah. But it but does that, look it. I think of, you're thinking of those old school nets, Frank, with the puddle in the oh, middle yeah. as well. Oh, I know those ones. Do you think they just, it just went out of fashion, maybe? Oh, yeah. I associate it. I know what you mean. I think it probably is a bit older than the Connors Becker era. I think it's more the long socks in tennis and no, the plimsolls. I don't, I don't think I've, I think when I've do you seen. think it was? I reckon the last. I reckon Stan Smith might have oh, done it. Good oh, shout. Great shout. Arthur Ashe. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> he might have done it. Someone might know, Frank, of but course. But it has, it has gone. But Formula One drivers, when they're shaking up the bottle of champagne, do they ever think, oh, <gasps> we've done this to death, haven't we? <laughs> <laughs> they should. But they still do it. Yeah. yeah. And they squirt it on the others, and the others <laughs> look a bit, oh, I didn't see yeah. that coming. <laughs> Why do they keep doing that? 
Yeah. Rubbish. <laughs> Frank. Frank Skinner. On Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio. I'll tell you something about tennis players. They are the worst packers oh, I have yeah. ever seen. I mean, two, oh, yeah. two bags for afternoon. What kind of yeah. packing is that? Rubbish. What is it? When you see them leaving the court after a game... Someone, I saw someone that had three bags. Huge as well. Three bags for us, the old. Um, yeah. And, the, and you're right, there? the towels are just splayed everywhere. Yeah, but they get the towels. It's like, it's like when you go on holiday, you don't take towels. They're going to be the towels at the hotel. There's towels at yeah. Wimbledon. Oh, well, we know that. Yeah. What happened it's last all, week? Thanks, all, mate. They don't have to bring towels or balls. They're no, all they there. They definitely don't need bring to bring a racket. In fact, yeah. even if there weren't towels at Wimbledon, what they could do is lean across the umpire's stool and say to the other player, I forgot my towel, can I borrow one of your towels? Someone go, would help you out, wouldn't yeah. they? It's absolutely ridiculous. Oh, who will be? Mm. Is The texting is, who was the last um, winner to jump the net at uh, Wimbledon? It will be what about this one? Who, was the, who will be the first player... To have a bag on wheels, a wheelie suitcase at Wimbledon. Who's would be... gonna, that will it will come? It, it will come. I it will surely right. come, as I think Brian Eno said in the King's Lead. <laughs> I don't like those wheelies. I used to love them, but I think it's a bit apprentice candidate slash stripper. Yeah, well, I've, I've always. Uh, yeah, I've not liked. Them. Well, you're you're winning me over. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> also, I don't think I've seen a banana this year at uh, Wimbledon. No way. You haven't seen a banana at Wimbledon. No. I mean, that's a Wimbledon, like, yeah. near enough a trope, a cliché. Well, like, I've, I've watched a bit of Wimbledon. I haven't seen a banana. You haven't? Not? I, have you? Sh- have you must seen have, any? I don't think I've seen it, but I haven't seen much Wimbledon this year, so oh. I the, just assumed I the bananas were still happening. Do they still drink Robinson's lemon bar? No, I mean, they, they drink their own concoction, a lot of them. They sort of mix it up backstage. I see what they do drink every hour. They love oh, a bit of Evian. Every yeah. interview, big bottle of Evian yeah. right yeah. at the front, in front of the a microphone. Of right yeah. in front, yeah. Oh, they're paying top dollar. Indeed. Oh, and no. a lot of them have those energy gels. Maybe that's why the banana's gone. You see them do that, you know, the squishy, the hand. How would replace the banana? I hope not, because, you know... Do you eat the energy gel? You sort of... Um, it's a combination of eat and slurp it, I suppose, because it's like a oh, paste. I like slush poppy. I like that. Kind of. <laughs> I imagine it's not as good for you as a banana. I imagine that too, but um, mm. you tell that to Novak Djokovic. Tell that to the Marines. Yeah. <laughs> Don't know why they say that. <laughs> also, I tell you something else that has, has, has suffered greatly at Wimbledon, handwriting. Has it? Because whenever somebody uh, oh. wins or loses a game, when they're leaving... I often think, oh, lovely, they're stopping to sign autographs. If you watch the yeah. actual signing process, they're basically... People have those big yellow balls. They, uh-huh. they get a pen and they just wave it in the gen... It's, they're basically shop soil yeah. Wimbledon merchandise. I can't believe there's anything resembling a signature on no. there. They just touch it with the pen. Well, Frank, yeah. according to 383, the second bag is just to display the sponsor's logo. That's why they're always packed perfectly square. You're what? joking. So it's just like polystyrene yeah. in there. It's, um, I'm going to go, I'm going to use the word Potemkin. It's a Potemkin bag. What's that Google mean? it. Google it. No. I haven't got time. It's a long explanation. Well, go on, tell You're us. You're saying the battleship Potemkin <laughs> wasn't really a battleship. It it's was, to do it with it being po- faux and a decoy. That's what it's about. Oh. oh. Yeah. yeah. 
So is it just full of those like styrofoam ones that look like peanuts? You know, those, <laughs> peanuts. You know what I mean? Like monkey nuts, but made of styrofoam. It's probably full of their um, shredded wheat promotional um, leaflets. <laughs> so they don't have to sign any autographs on the way out. And Tom says that regarding Formula One celebrations, there's a new trend starting amongst some of the younger drivers of drinking the bubbly out of one of their shoes. I've seen that. Instead. It's an 18th century out of a lady's <laughs> slipper. <laughs> Except they're done. They use a sweaty racing shoe. Oh, can you imagine the state of that? Oh. But don't they have holes in their toes? Maybe that's... James Hunt used to cut the toes out of his racing shoes. Did he? He'd have been no good on a... Mm. He might have made an ice cream sundae last for five minutes before it started to come through (laughs) the hole. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, no, I hadn't... When you think about it, the juxtaposition of drink and driving with the champagne... It's about oh, time yeah. that was stopped. Well, I suppose in a way they have finished their driving, so it's a good message. If they, how are they going to get home? <laughs> good point. Eight twelve fifteen. <laughs> this is Frank Skinner, Absolute Radio. Um, you know we were discussing your owl girlfriend. Oh um, yeah. <laughs> well, I never said it was a girl. Um, I'm well, gender fluid with the yeah, owls. Yeah, he is. It's a spectrum. 743 has texted your owl girlfriend was a real head turner, which <laughs> is good. It's good. I Excellent. like it. We had a great <laughs> game of guess to woo. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh, man. So, um, so it's not just Emily that's bumped her knee this week. Um, there's been other injuries in, in the uh, media. Oh, yes, there has. Did you see Hafa Nadal's... Is that um, what they call him? I don't know. <laughs> oh. Is it Hafa or Rafa? I think with, with, um, with Spanish, you can, you can leave out almost any concept. You can do what you like. Well, I know in Portuguese they don't say the r, they say huh. Right. Yeah, but they so say Jose Mourinho. Jose, they say, yeah. Not Jose. Mm. Oh. They make it up. That's a different letter, isn't it? There, there I is. call him Rafa. In an, I think a lot of people do in an affectionate way. Anyway, yes. he uh, he has a habit apparently. I didn't know this of jumping up and down in the in the tunnel, as it were, as it were. You know when he's, he's pining for the victorious net leap. Maybe yeah. <laughs> he's getting warmed hey, up, ready for it. Do you know what? I did notice something about him. I've only just noticed. How can I put this delicately? He might need a Bee Gees hat soon. Oh, it's all one of it, Dave Stewart. Your rhythmics. Is it? Oh, Have you not seen this? Did not I haven't noticed. noticed that. Yeah. No. Okay. I'm just saying. Anyway, as you were. We might need a bandage on that head soon because he. <laughs> well, he has absolutely got that. He's, he's got that sort of Crimean War look with the um, <laughs> with the uh, head uh, thing he wears. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, Andre Agassi was a big fan, of course. Well, he and his uh, hair. Yeah. We, we know we know <laughs> how that story ends. Mister Bump, balls <laughs> a badger. Yes. Anyway, Haffer, Raffer. <laughs> He was uh, he was doing his jumping on the spot thing, and oh, he didn't I hate it he didn't check his um, above head, and he did it and absolutely clumps his head on a door frame. It's, I mean, it's a really... very good uh, it's a very good uh, clip. I don't Oof. normally like a viral. No, but, uh, but he has to do that. Not thing. in your community. No, <laughs> you got to be careful. He has yeah. to do a thing of prote- he couldn't rub his head because no. there was like um, security men. He stalled it out. But he really clunked it. Oh. You could hear it. And the guy he was playing, is it Gilles Muller, he looked back as if out of concern. But he just, well, he heard the noise. Yeah. He looked back because yeah. he heard the noise. That's how big a bang it was. Yeah. And he could have jumped anywhere else. There was just that one <laughs> cross thing going across that he jumped underneath. The, the headline should have been Rafter, 
No doubt. Yeah. Oh, very fine work. Mm, he, um, I In thought... fact, he actually had a headline, I think, afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I've gone through the pond ceiling. Well... I thought also his reaction was very much... He went for... There are two reactions when you injure yourself. You either go for histrionics, which I favour, which is... Ah! Yeah, exactly. We noticed that yeah. last link when Thank you bumped you. your knee. Yeah. Thank you for your input. Yeah. Or you go for... It's fine! It's hilarious! I'm laughing mm. harder than anyone else. Yeah, he did. He, la- he laughed wide Which is a very sportsman thing to do. Yeah. The thing is with Rafa, I bet you... That day, I don't know if you watched the game, but he lost... An mm. epic uh, five-setter. The, the last set just went on forever. Mm-hmm. And eventually he lost. But when he lay in bed that night awake, I bet he wasn't thinking about the epic five-setter. I bet he was thinking about, <laughs> oh, oh, I can't believe I did that thing when I jumped under the... You reckon? Yeah. I bet that, that was a bigger deal than yeah. losing a five-setter. There's a theory it contributed to his eventual loss. There really? is a theory. What, mild concussion? Mild concussion. What I wish he'd done afterwards is taken the headband and worn it um, (laughs) vertically. Remember, like the old Laurel and Hardy, the old old toothache sufferers of yesteryear. (laughs) That would have looked fantastic. I love that band. (laughs) You're listening to Frank Skinner's podcast from Absolute Radio. Um, So, anyway, so we're talking about Rafa. Yeah. And his injury. Why do they do that jumping up and down, these characters? Get in the zone. Oh, just really? gets, um, Get in the zone. Just gets the, gets the old muscles loosened up, doesn't yeah. it? I mean, I don't know if you've noticed, but I do 45 minutes of jumping up and down from 7.15 until 8 when we start this show. <laughs> I thought you were just furious. <laughs> yeah. You, bit, you did a bit during the last song because I didn't know what a robber popper <laughs> thing was. <laughs> It's just how I get in the zone, guys, and I don't think we should judge people that need that as part of their... Well, I'm not judging him, but on your own head be it, mate. <laughs> <laughs> and it was, Fantastic. it was indeed. <laughs> Fantastic work. Thank I think you. he handled it quite well. The The idea that it affected... I mean, that game lasted about seven and a half hours. <laughs> the idea that it affected that. I don't know. I mean, no. a Oh, no. <laughs> you do think about it all day, though, don't you? You do think about it all day if you bump your head. And oh. Think, oh. Well, I'm going to think about this leg all night. Frank and I have yeah. an engagement tonight, and that's all I'm going to be thinking about. Well, you won't be thinking about your leg. What about 982? My... He's texted in, or she. I've got the knockoff version of Guess Who. It's called Who's Who. <laughs> it was £5 cheaper. Ha ha, hashtag thrifty. Love hashtag thrifty, can I just say? Who's Who? Yeah. Send us a picture of it. I yeah. want to see what the characters are like. Okay. <laughs> I think it's just a book, isn't it? What, are they all a bit more kind of unshaven? Oh, is it a joke that they've actually bought Who's Who? Yeah, I think so. Oh, I thought it was an actual... Was I fell for it oh. completely. Oh, I fell for it as well. <laughs> Did I you? thought they were all wearing slightly ropier clothes and a bit unshaven, the characters. There you go. Mm. Oh, I believed them. They're announcing what? the new uh, Doctor Who, by the way, after the men's singles tomorrow. Well, it's funny you should say that. Uh, we've had well, a text I don't know. From... It's not my funniest thing. <laughs> it's the funniest thing you've ever said on this show ever. 546 has texted. you said that. Frank's not going to be at Wimbledon <laughs> for any sort of announcement tomorrow, is he? People still think you're going to become the Doctor. Um, I don't um, think they're going to announce it at Wimbledon, no, are they? No, no one's going to come on. 
the Duchess of Kent isn't going <laughs> to... Yeah. Maybe she's the new... Regener- the regeneration oh. will happen at Wimbledon. That if would the Duchess of Kent was the new Doctor Who, no-one saw that coming. <laughs> she opened the envelope and went, the winner is me, like yeah. people do. And I shall be the new Doctor... No, not about... I'm, I'm working on the Duchess of Kent impression, but it's... <laughs> I bet it's. I bet people have switched on their thought. Duchess of Kent's on absolute. You don't get much call for that, do you? In no. terms of your corporate gigs, the Duchess of Kent impression. <laughs> yeah, it's one of those impressions that you can. People know she is, but you could get away with more or less any voice. Yeah, I mean, you want to go posh, play safe. Yeah. Lovely seventies tan she's always got. Has she really? Yeah, yeah. Never noticed. Okay, but you're probably unlikely to become the next Doctor, aren't you? Why? Because that kind of job could change a man, is that right? No, that is right. But also, um, I don't think it'd be anyone my age. You thought, really? No, I think they've just had the older guy. They've An up-and-comer. You think it's going to be a... Yeah, but he's avoiding our eye contact while you're he saying is. that. He is. Now, I've arranged to do something with Frank later. I think it Good you... Morning Britain's Ben Shepherd is my prediction. Do you? Yeah. Really? Oh. I think that's unlikely. Also. Have you got a prediction? I'm going, uh, I'm going Russell Grant. Russell Grant? Yeah. Rusty uh, Lee. <laughs> Rusty Lee. There you go. Good shout. Yeah. yeah. Sarah um, Lee. Who's that? Next Gatto. <laughs> Who? Chocolate Gatto. Do you not remember oh. Sarah Lee's Black Forest Gatto? Oh. No, I didn't know her that well. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway. Uh, Oh, I've getting a. Oh, I've been given a, a note that says thirty is it, seconds. Is it you're marching orders. <laughs> yeah, I think I'm actually. It's a P forty five now. I realise. It was nice knowing you. P forty five. People still get a P forty five. Whatever happened to? Yes, I think they do. Sorry to hear that. If you've got one, <laughs> if you've got one this week, um, condolences. <laughs> Our thoughts are with. Um, hmm. Frank Skinner, Absolute Radio. Breaking news. When I went out for the owl, I can't remember what her night rates were. <laughs> Carry on. Uh, breaking news. Breaking news, who's who is a genuine game. See, we weren't fooled. I didn't... I Al was looking was, uh, for a joke that wasn't there. Well, story of my life at the moment. <laughs> and I had to flag oh, no. that up because 055 has said, hey, guys, my mate had the cheap version of Hungry, Hungry Hippos when we were kids. It was called Peckish, Peckish Penguins. Oh. I don't think Hungry, Hungry Hippos has got two hungries, has it? Isn't it just Hungry Hippos? OK. Maybe it's just Hungry. And also, I don't... I mean, maybe it was... Was it prohibitively expensive that there should be a knockoff <laughs> penguin game? That... Oh, if you're saying that, we well, are in no. trouble. Hungry hippos. Yeah. It's extortionate. <laughs> I don't want it to sound like... Also, we've had some wisdom texted in. 329 has texted. Frank, yeah. P45, not always a bad thing. Can just be changing jobs. That's true, of course. I like the Mr Miyagi type... When one door closes, another one opens. Yeah, no, no, I, li- I like it. From it's that. a good point. I associate it with rejection. Yeah, in my own in my own brief experience with the old marching orders. Yeah. Oh yes. What else? Well, I'll tell you what else. We've talked about Rafa's injury, and Rafa. in other glamorous injuries. Oh yeah. A couple attempted to do the dirty dancing. Dance. Oh, they were doing it for the, as a potential wedding dance because yeah. it's very popular. Do you, are you familiar with the dance that I mean? Um, I no. I've had the time of my life. I know the song. 
Oh, no, I was just some, telling you that. Just, <laughs> Emily was just beginning her resignation speech. <laughs> I was waiting for my P45. My I don't think any woman's ever said that to me before. <laughs> Um, I don't. Um, I know. I know the song. It, it is a song that makes me laugh every time I hear it. I have no why? idea why. I find it intrinsically comic. That song. really, mm-hmm. I laugh when they refer to the urgency. I don't know. That makes me laugh in a song. But Sharon and Andy Price, their names are, and they were rehearsing this for their wedding dance because they go viral. These so um, Sharon and Andy Price are mm. not married. Oh. oh, well, I've called them. I think they might be now because maybe the no, news has come out now. I think they're guessing married. I think they're well, on good their point. way. Good point. So maybe it's not. They're, obviously, they're obviously wedded to that headed notepaper they've got. <laughs> so, so they're marrying someone with the same surname. Keep it simple. I don't know. Well, she's called Sharon and he's called Andy Price. I may be giving, oh, lumping right. them together. Yeah. But um, anyway, they did this. They were practicing the performance and someone was taking a picture handily. Yeah. And <laughs> just saying. And they knocked into each other, Frank, Oof. and they were rendered unconscious. Wow. Yeah. And then they had to go to hospital. So, for, just for a change, the prices went down. <laughs> Very good. Lovely. <laughs> I like it. Lovely. Very good. He had a price on his head. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you were trying to recreate it in a beer garden. It was a pub beer garden. Did she uh, drive the price down? <laughs> I have seen this story, and what worries me is there are photographs which uh, you suggest it was set up. I just Why felt it looked a bit staged. That? There's no moving pictures. Yeah. Yes. When I say yeah. moving pictures, I feel like one of those people do a speech <laughs> at the Oscars. The moving picture industry. Yeah. 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 But you saying... no, if you were going to try that out in a field, surely you'd video it. I mean, this is 2017 when people video themselves well, oh, yeah. never mind. Yeah. People video everything. Why didn't they video that? Good question. Are you Come saying, on. Are you saying moving pics or it didn't happen? Is that what you're saying? Cause I'm just saying... Pics or it didn't happen is I've a got, thing I've already. Got, the, the, the idea... It, look, if I said to, to, to you, Al, yeah. me mm. and Emily are going to recreate the dance from Dirty Dancing. Yeah. Oh. Right. Um, come along. I'm already getting my phone You're out. You're getting your phone? Yeah. Of course you are. Of course and you, you this are. This is only hypothetical. But my God. lion waist and Kardashian rear. I mean, yeah. it's all going to kick off. I've got my doubts about the whole thing. <laughs> Have I'm going to take well, the prints of this and uh, of these pictures and I'm going mm-hmm. to put maybe in the corner. Hmm. Wow. Well, Frank, I'll tell it's you what... It's a dirty dancing joke. <laughs> I've got it. <laughs> no, you'd video it. You yeah. definitely video yeah. it. Also, did you see the picture of them unconscious? Yeah. Those quotes. It looked a bit like when Bowles is doing a school play. Right. And pretending to sleep. I know, it you didn't know when look the kids like... pretend to sleep? I know they said that people came round and all that, the, the ambulance, but there's no pictures of that, I notice. Can I also say. He had say... to be cut out of his uh, top. Why that did he have to be bit... cut out of his yeah, top? Yeah, I felt like that was slight body shaming. That, um, oh, was he, it? They, they just cut him <laughs> out of his t shirt. Like, why do they top? keep mentioning that in the story? <laughs> <laughs> if it was a laugh so nastily. If it was a really horrible top and somebody. It could have just been a, pas- a passing, you know, fashionista. <laughs> <laughs> I would have done that. That would be quite a good job for a um, a really snooty fashionista who's a paramedic. Yeah. <laughs> Just, yeah. You've got, got a sore ankle and they chop your top off. <laughs> No, you know, forgive me if they, but I just don't 
Were you a bit cynical about it? I was a bit, Frank. How about you, Will? I'm a bit cynical about it too, but also I think we shouldn't stifle the joy of pretending to be asleep because that is a really fun thing to do. It's a bit odd, though. You'd think unconscious is a fairly easy thing to pull off, but the first picture, (laughs) first time I saw the picture, I thought, they they look a bit... Stage unconscious. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's like a Doctor Who extra from 1963, just been shot. You see, I met myself comfortable in the background. Gonna be down here for a bit. I'll just. So um, he asked her to marry him. Yeah. So you could say she agreed to the asking price. Very good. Lovely. I'll, we'll leave it there. <laughs> And uh, that slam of the door was Emily Dean returning to well, the Well, I'm sorry. Studio. You don't have to. It was a bit late. No, you're fine. I, I thought I was out it, afterwards. You made it just right. OK. So, um, Bars made a um, Spider-Man dream catcher this Did week. Did he? It's never yeah. occurred to me that they have themed dream catchers. No. I've always just seen the standard, you know, Native mm. American feathers, beads... Bit of netting, you're off. <laughs> um, Did it? Um, yeah, he meant he meant one with it uh, with Spider Man on. So is it for catching dreams about Spider Man, or is it? Well, um, I wondered if oh, it so could specific. be spider dreams because I don't know about uh, you. I've had a few horrible spider dreams in my time. Yeah, some of them when I've been awake and under um, well, basically poisoned by alcohol. <laughs> it's a, it's, a, it's a, a darker anecdote. I don't want to go into <laughs> on uh, breakfast <laughs> radio. But I've had a, a, several dreams about spiders. And yeah. I suppose it would also say radioactivity-based dreams. You've ever had any of those? Uh, no. I don't think I've had a radioactivity. I don't have those ones. My dreams are, I'd say my dreams were isotope-heavy. Are they? Generally speaking. Right. So it's an inter- I'm, I've become fascinated by the dream catcher. He's already got a dream catcher. Good. You know, Native American um, mm. Route 1 dream catcher. Right. And now he's got the Spider-Man. I'm wondering if there might be a market in this of doing different types of, uh, you know, like being in public with no clothes on base dreams. Oh, that would be quite a common... (laughs) Yeah. 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 I noticed an anomaly. Does Rihanna have those? Does Rihanna dream that she's in public fully clothed? (laughs) Terrible anxiety dreams. Oh, God, I went to work. I was in the supermarket and I got, like, jeans and a sweatshirt on. Oh, God, when I woke up. Or maybe. That's, that, was, that was my Rihanna impression, by the way. I'm still a bit of work. Sounds a bit like John Inman. Work right in it. progress. Maybe what happened for Rihanna was that, like, 10 or 15 years ago, she had that anxiety dream of being naked in public and thought it was a premonition. I'm, maybe she, she thought, I'm going yeah. to tackle this with aversion therapy. Maybe. Yeah, I'll just maybe. wear now forever. Nope. I had a strange moment in nope. a dream. That's what she said. I had a strange moment in a dream the other day that, uh, and I know are we people doing, get doing proper dreams. Now? No, we are. I think okay. we should, Just and uh... we have occasionally dipped our toe in the water of discussing dreams, and I always quite enjoy it. No, I but... know. I've got a good one about a shark and some bubble gum coming up. <laughs> well, I had this thing that happened the other day. Mine are all stuck in the net. I'm afraid. <laughs> do you know? Do you know when you have a dream and there's somebody in it, but they're not in it as themselves? They're in it just. It's. I basically uh, Mike, dreamt. Oh. You need. You need a Mike Yarwood dream catcher. I had. <laughs> I had a dream where um, there was an old man outside. Uh, I was in a hotel bathroom and I was washing my hands. Yeah. And then there was an old man as I walked past. But it's an old man that I know. I don't want to say their name. Hold on, is it me? Okay. 
no, no. Okay. But let's let's use you as an example. You know, like if the film credits of the dream came up well, don't and it use said, "Use an example." It's going to cause a terrible. No, well, but you can, now you've mentioned it, we can do okay. that. If it said at the end of my dream, old man played by Frank Skinner, but you're not in there as Frank Skinner, you're just in there as sort of random old man. Have you have you had this in a dream where it's? I think I'm, I'm back to the robber pop. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Skinner. Together, The Frank Skinner Show. Absolute Radio. <laughs> uh, this is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Emily Dean and Alan Cochrane. You can text the show on 81215, follow the show on Twitter at Frank on the Radio, email the show via the Absolute Radio website. <sighs> Shouldn't have tried that in one breath at my age. Anyway. We've, uh, we've been gathering excuses for being late. Um, <clears throat> And we've just had a message. I was late returning to work after my lunch break, and after four minutes of being late, you had to write your reason in a book. I wrote, <laughs> I wrote, held up in bank. I was called to HR. <laughs> I think some of you might have seen this coming. Asked to explain myself as they were under the impression there had been a bank raid, and I said, no, there was just a queue. <laughs> I like that, and I also like the quite 70s use of raid. Yes. Mm. They don't often hear raid often these days. No, do they? Yeah, you probably do when they talk about bank things, don't you? Someone else has texted in 445. My best excuse for being late was when I was 18. I told work the reason I was late was because the cat had turned the digital alarm off. <laughs> <laughs> it got a laugh, but it was true. That really did happen. Ah. There you go. These are all worth keeping in your... Um... In the repertoire, in your, in your light bank. <clears throat> the problem is that I have uh, almost no imagination, and I'm so rarely late. Come on! That when I do, when I am late, I just blurt out the truth, which is, I'm sorry, I'm late. I didn't set off early enough. Mm, that's <laughs> that's a poor one. But that, I, yeah. think, I mean, that is a catch-all for all lateness, isn't it? <laughs> that's well, always know, the got, reason. I was in a car. Um, once that was hit by a bus on my way to a thing. I yeah. couldn't wait to get there to, to tell them what I was like. Because mm. we got hit by a bus is such a great... Even that, I still think, is... Well, uh, I recently bought a piece of, I'm going to say artwork, but that sounds a bit grand. It's just some sort of poster thing. It says, I'm sorry I was late, I didn't really want to come. Perfect. And that's true, often. That's a good lateness excuse. I'll tell you who we haven't discussed, though, in some time and I'm a bit distressed by this because he's one of my favourites. Is it Ludovic Kennedy? No, Ludo gets the odd mention, Frank, oh, okay, as my father called him, Ludo. <laughs> Simone Cowell. Oh, oh yeah. You know he's one of my favourites. Is he a friend of the show? I don't know if he's I don't know if he's a man I associate with friends. I think he's a, <laughs> <laughs> I think he's a man who has employees mm. who um, have to laugh a lot around him. Yes. So like those, he, I mean, he, he doesn't is? really offer much for laughter, does he? No, so. but I, I, you know what I mean? Oh, if have you seen his hair? <laughs> if he does, his hair now... Is it still black shredded re, as you call it? it's greying a little. Oh. And mm. he's still got that weird centre part. You remember I said many uh, quite a while ago on this show that if I was um, film critic Mark Commode, yes. who had his enormous quiff... I would have a tiny figure of a surfer <laughs> that I wore on a hair grip within just on the crest of that of the wave. Nice. Yeah. If I was um, Simon Cowell, I would have at, at the beginning of the centre parting, I would have a small model of Moses <laughs> banging a staff maybe on the ground, and then the the two the two um, the hair parting 
like the Red Sea. Very oh, good. Hair parting. He was in a hello, hello, I believe. Yes, yeah. thank you. Just like the way I say hello, so, hello, um, and not hello, hello. Yeah. What small figures would you like to see augmenting celebrity <laughs> hair? Eight, twelve, fifteen. <laughs> I like the fact Moses is getting more airtime in Moses, this show. Moses, that's his second mention of the day. <laughs> yeah. Moses, Moses, well. Moses, with you. <laughs> he was in. Simone Cowell was in Thought Park. Yeah. yeah. And Who he was knew? holding the X Factor auditions. Thought Park. No, that would be a good name for a, a sort of a more um, highbrow theme park. That would be Thought good. Park. More like Bletchley. Where you, sit on, you sit on non-moving rides and they just yeah. make interesting suggestions or philosophical debates. Yeah. Snow is white is true if and only if snow is white. <laughs> and you just sit and think about it and say, oh man, you'd probably, like, picture of you throwing your hands in the air when you have a quite a good thought. You see, I'd go to Thought Park. I would as yeah, well. I'd because roller coasters and theme parks make me sick. Yeah. Not as in the action of being on them, but just the concept of them. Because yeah. I find them so mindless. But, um... <laughs> oh, dear. <they're... laughs> Sorry, but I do. Mr Thorpe is listening. <laughs> and uh, Jeff Alton. Yeah. <laughs> what do you think they're the, both the, the towers? The towers magnet. What about Monsieur Chessington? Yeah. Do you think either of these people are scribbling down Thought Park <laughs> philosophers? I hope so. I hope, I hope they do. Yeah. I hope they're thinking I'm having that. What about when I went to? I may, it may have been Thought Park. Where's Ramesses Revenge? I looked to you for this. Well, I, I think uh, that, I don't I think know. He knew Moses. I think. <laughs> <laughs> I ended. Are you going to take us out of the link? No, now? I just want to hear. I just want to hear about Ramesses Revenge. Okay, can it I? It sounds quick... like a stomach problem that you get when you get when you eat in Egypt. Well, no, I ended up, Frank, inadvertently on a photo call with Boyzone. <laughs> wow! On the ride, someone has got the picture somewhere. I got yeah, it on the yeah. ride. I didn't know they'd all got on, and I was on the end, and well, then I lost my shoe. I'll tell you where it wasn't. Then <laughs> it wasn't Thought Park. <laughs> absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. So we were talking about Thorpe Park. Mm-hmm. And Simon Cowell, indeed. Yeah, and there was an incident, there essentially, was. involving a golf buggy. Yes. Do you know yeah. about this, boys? Yeah. They were driving around in a golf buggy, the uh, people from the X Factor. So Simon Cowell's driving. He's got um, Nicole Scherzinger sitting next to him. And yeah. in the back, Louis Walsh and Sharon Osbourne. Yeah. yeah. I mean, and there's a lot sounds... of... <laughs> and everything Simon says. Yeah. Simon says. Uh, it is basically Simon says. You have to do it when Simon oh. says, otherwise don't do it. I think he was probably smoking one of his menthol cigarettes as well whilst driving the golf buggy. Well, guess what? Wow. He was wearing cowboy boots, boot-cut jeans... White ...and, and a white welt next year. Yeah. And every everything to me looked like Louis Walsh had been kidnapped. Yeah. Yeah. I think Louis Walsh is the one who's thinking, I don't want to go to Thorpe Park. Simon <laughs> will make me go on all the really scary rides on my own. Is he the James May of the band? I think yeah. he is. Yeah. He, does, he just looks one. a bit... Because the other ones are quite loud and confident. Yeah. Yeah. And Louis sort of, oh, don't get, stop pinching me, Simon. Apparently Simon was in a wild mood... And uh, mm. and he wanted them all to get ice cream no, sandwiches. No, no, he wanted to go on the Oscar Wilde ride <laughs> at, at uh, Thought Park. Park. <laughs> <laughs> the balling, the ballad of Reading Jail corkscrew. <laughs> what a night that was! Yes, indeed. Um, but Simon being in a wild mood manifests itself in uh, him driving a golf buggy with 
three bullied members of staff in it to um, to find an ice cream sandwich. And Where I, is an ice cream sandwich? Yeah, I, yeah, I, I struggled. When he <laughs> said we're going to have an ice cream sandwich, I bet Louis thought, oh, my God, what does that mean? <laughs> <clears throat> I struggled with this. I, I find the idea of someone as powerful as Simon Cowell going to get his own ice cream sandwich just unbelievable. I feel like... You know, it's someone's what is job. An ice cream sandwich. I is it know. actual is it... sandwich with ice cream? That sounds disgusting. Not with bread. Yeah. I think it's probably wafers, isn't it? On is the it one of those ones It'll be on a Simpsia in... bread. Instead of a corny, you sort of get. It looks like someone's folding up a, a brassiere and put oh, ice like... cream in it. Is I think it one that of those? That might be like an oyster. What? That sounds yeah, that, like he's an got oyster. an oyster. He's getting confused with oyster. <laughs> no, no. And there's no ice cream no, in an oyster. No, it is oyster you're not thinking. Not a real oyster. Frank. You could have one. You could call it an oyster. <laughs> oh, very good. You are good at naming stuff. Oh, Tim, I'll give you that. There's businessmen just listen to this show with a notepad in their hand. We've often talked about what we're good at. Mine's tiptoeing. Emily's getting stains out of stuff. Oh, I'm so good at getting stains and out of stuff. And mine names for new business <laughs> Naming stuff. Yeah. As you know, I came up with Gap. <laughs> Want to meet in that one? Um, but I feel like there's a member of staff somewhere that if Simon Cowell wants an ice cream and yeah. he clicks his fingers, if it isn't there within oh, like yeah. nine minutes, they have to get a new job. Yeah, you'd like, think so. That's I just don't understand why he's getting in a I golf imagine buggy. That they spoon it to him. <laughs> <laughs> they just feed him. Of course, I had a terrible experience with Nicole Scherzinger. Do you remember that? Did you? I had never heard of. He's the... worked with them all. Yeah, I'd never heard of the concept of the chest bump. Oh. oh. So we were doing something. I had to do. I a, remember a, this. I think it was a Johnny Cash song, and I did it. She said, "Oh my God, you're channeling Johnny Cash, chest bump." And she jumped at me. I had no idea what it meant. And she jumped at me, and I grabbed her, and and she so she arrived in chest bump position. Then she went limp on me. Because obviously she wasn't supposed to... Be, she must have thought I was some grim Lifeless opportunist. <laughs> you hugged her like you were on Strictly or I, something. I, I caught her mid-chest bump like and held, I held her there. <laughs> like, oh. like, like I was like I was following a shoplifter. <laughs> it's a bit, I've had the time of my life. Yeah, I, yeah exactly. I was a have-a-go hero. <laughs> I think she thought I was just holding on time for that extra imprint. <laughs> oh, dear, that was awful. Frank Skinner, Absolute Radio. Is there, um, is there a more humiliating mode of transport than the golf buggy, do you think? Cause do you think that um, Nicole Scherzinger said after that incident, is there a more humiliating mode of transport than Frank Skinner? <laughs> <laughs> Good point. Good the golf point. Bu- do you think the golf buggy, would, would you say it was as humiliating as the Segway, for example? Oh, good point. I've yeah. had some great times in a golf buggy. Have oh. you? I've had some great times on a Segway. <laughs> I haven't. No. Have you driven a golf buggy ever? Oh, God, yes, several have times. Have you, Frank? Well, oh, I yeah. had my own version of this when I was on a golf buggy with uh, Nikki Clark, Annika Rice and Koo Stark. <laughs> oh. And David Baddiel as well. Hang on, was that from the Loch Ness premiere? It was, yeah. Oh, it were on the grounds of Skibo Castle the next day. I didn't know there was golf buggies involved. Yeah, I was. I was. Uh, we were going around with, with that. I mean, that that was my version, really. Of the, yeah. uh, they were the stars of the day. They were. <laughs> I just think it. This <clears throat> often, as indeed in your anecdote, the golf buggy is often driven by somebody who 
outside of the golf buggy can afford a nice car and is a very powerful individual. Mm. And then you see them, like, <laughs> you know, like Donald Trump spinning around in a golf buggy. And it just feels a bit Donald humiliating. Donald me off the golf buggy a bit. There's been a lot of American presidents yeah. like, in films of golf buggy. Isn't there a funny bit of footage of George Bush driving in circles? <laughs> in one? <laughs> well, I think it's, what about when I was, I was at the Big Chill... Do you remember that? Extraordinary. <laughs> um, it a, it's, a, it's a festival. It a, I know it is. It's a and frozen this, food festival. This guy invited me and he said, <clears throat> we'll put the tent up for you before you arrive and all that. And um, oh, when I arrived, he said, where have you parked? And I said, oh, he said, oh, OK, you couldn't park near that. You know, with a, we had a car, space for you. He said, but don't worry, I'll take a golf buggy and go and get your, um, your luggage. Mm. And I said, oh, can I go? Because I thought I'd go to drive a golf buggy, that'd be a laugh. Mm. So I was, it went and got it, and um, I left it in some sort of, left it in gear or something. And so when I got off, I unloaded it. He said, OK, well, I'm off now. And he got on it, and it did a U-turn <laughs> and went straight across this tent. Whoa! Now, it was, it was, it was a clothes, the zip was down on this tent. I mean, I don't know what I don't know why my first thought my first thought was there was that there was a really big dog in it that was what, that was what I imagined like a like an Irish wolfhound and I imagined him going over that but I mean there could have been people sleeping yeah. babies yeah. anything oh could have been all anyway sorts. he he couldn't stop he kept going <laughs> so this bloke came out of the adjoining tent and said what are you doing. And he said, oh, oh, I'm just, I'm, I, I can't get the, uh, and he's, this bloke actually said, stop driving on my tent. <laughs> and um, it turned out, when he finally switched it off, the bloke was a, a, a disc jockey. Do I still call him that? Oh, well, we can yeah. call him what we like. He was a disc jockey, and that was all his, all his decks and everything were in the tent. Oh, no. And he basically he ground them <laughs> like coffee. And like, stop driving on my tent, Frank. It's he was apologising. coconuts. And he was apologising <laughs> profusely as he still drove round and round on it. That was a terrible... <laughs> and I remember um, Kath... <laughs> Um, had to go into our empty tent in order to laugh. She was laughing so much. I looked in, I could see her on the floor in, in, in ecstasy, rolling about on the floor laughing at this incident. <laughs> oh, dear. So I don't know what I did to a girl. Be, be careful if you're, on, if you're on one today. The Frank Skinner Show. Listen live every Saturday morning from 8 on Absolute Radio. I believe we're at Thorpe Park with Simon Cowell and yeah. his compatriots. Someone <laughs> his said, um, 740 says, you do give Simon Cowell a lot of hair time. <laughs> That's very good. Oh, I think that might you. be Ian Engel making oh. a return to the uh, pun repertoire. Strong and people work. are telling us what ice cream sandwiches are. Go on, what are they? Well, they just explain... I mean, Is it repeatable? Yes. Oh, OK. Yeah? <laughs> what did you think it was? I had a feeling it was a euphemism. It just sounds like one. Well, okay. I don't know if I can name the product, but am I allowed to name products? Yeah, well, I'm going so. to. They do it on the adverts okay, all the time. Oreo do a lovely ice cream sandwich. And <laughs> oh, it's like, Oreo. It's soft biscuit with ice cream in between. Oh, it's oh. one of those. Do you know those ones? Oh, I like an Oreo. Oh. <laughs> with ice cream in between? No, just standard, you know, the white stuff yeah. in between the black biscuit. Yeah, love it. Nice. So it's a bit strange. I mean, they're filming this thing at Thorpe Don't Park. send me any, by the way. It wasn't one of those send me some free Oreos. Stick oh. your Oreos. <laughs> yeah. Carry on. 
They'd be really soggy as well if it was the ice cream ones. Yeah. It's a bit strange that he goes to Thorpe Park to film no, it. I think that there's a big dual promotion type. I think him oh. and uh, Sharon pretended that they banged heads recreating a <laughs> oh, yeah. dance from um, Footloose. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The, um, do you think that at any point... Mm. Nicole thinks, these are just business people. Why am I hanging around with these? <laughs> yeah. You know, I'm talent. Yes, I know. Yeah. Yes, they are three... all business people, aren't they? They're, They're business, all managers. They're business people. Do you think she feels like a player manager at football for that period? <laughs> when... Like when Glenn, Glenda Hoddle used to unzip the tracksuit occasionally. No, but it's like me going on holiday with, you know, the, the boss of the our price. I wonder how his holidays are doing. (laughs) Probably not so well. Or her. Perhaps he's organising the Price's wedding. Yeah. (laughs) They'll have got onto those sponsorship deals. Yeah. I have to say, she's very very beautiful, Nicole. She is. And I've sat next to her. um, And you've caught her in your arms. A long period of time, and I've held her in my arms. Been up close. Held her in my arms sounds a bit yeah. romantic. Baby. <laughs> I held her I in have, my arms. I have to say, and I think it's all right to say, she's one of those beautiful women who is mm. so textbook beautiful right. that I actually got a bit bored about halfway through her face. Oh, right. Really? You know what I mean? I sort of didn't... I didn't cover the whole face with my look. What, the symmetry was just a bit repetitive. It's just a bit... It's like a photo fit. Just, I mean, it, you know, she's very beautiful, but I, I like a bit more of an adventure. Right. Oh, OK. If Over here and Dale. This year I spent... Yeah, Dale Winton. <laughs> good example. Katie Hill. Yeah. Um, good examples. Who I think championed the uh, the dress with trainers. I think she was first. She follows the Nazarene as well. Uh, does she? One of yours, Frank? Oh, yeah. yeah. I don't think he follows the Nazarene. Hello, who? Dale Winton. Maybe into a nightclub. <laughs> <laughs> um, I um, I've lost I've lost my bearings there. Oh, I spent eight hours trying to remember Scarlett Johansson's name the other night. Oh yeah. Um, that's what happens when you get to my age, and I won't look it up. Of course, I will not Google. No. I watched Ghost in the Shell, and then after I thought, oh, it's amazing, that film. And, mm. and I thought, oh, and then I couldn't remember her name. And so I waited. And then she has got a face. See, she's got... She's, she's very, a stunner. She's very attractive, yeah. but she's got a nose that goes a bit, a bit more than you expect. Yeah. OK. It's a little bit of a, a, a diversion, and that's, yep. that's what you want. Yeah. This yeah. is my Frank Skinner on beauty, so it's, it's a new... So um, is this, Frank, is this the... Uh, the flaw in the Persian rug you're referring Maybe. to. And that's what you want. You want a little bit of something. You want the David Beckham lopsided mouth. You want that. Something you don't expect. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. A surprise on a face. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, here you go. <laughs> oh, I'm glad I've got that off my chest. <laughs> that's what Nicole Schertzinger said after I let it go. <laughs> this is Frank Skinner. Absolute Radio. We've had a text that I'd like to bring to your attention, guys. Mm. Um, 
from 245. Frank, I went to see Tears for Fears, Elbow and The Killers play in Hyde Park last Saturday. Mm. I saw that advertised, sold out, looked a good lineup. There was a guy sat near us in a full WBA kit, I should explain, West Bromwich Albion, yeah. Frank's team of choice. A full kit? Full WBA it kit, hot socks well. and all, and then he adds, quite a hot day for all that polyester. Yeah. yeah. Isn't it? I look like you have to ask Adidas about what it's made from. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, but that's respect. weird. I want that. There is um, uh, Jonas Olsen, who is, um, I think, has now left the club. Right. Uh, but he's a big music fan. He mm. might think, well, I've got all these kits left over. I don't play yeah. for them anymore. Yeah. While I'm in between clubs, before he's signed for a next club, or has he just stepped away from football? I don't know. The minute they leave the club, they don't exist, as far as I'm concerned. Right. <laughs> Favourite food um, steak. But what about that? I, I remember yeah. Ga- um, Gaza once went on, I think, the Danny Baker show in his full England kit just after a match. Still a bit muddy. <laughs> Did he? Yeah. Oh, that, I like but that. But that is a strange thing. Well, um, I didn't see him. And quite a long way from home as well. Because, can I say, I was at that gig. Well, you were there? I went to the Killers. Were you wearing a uh, full West Bromwich <laughs> Imagine if that I was. A like rat. a ladette from that the would 90s, be Frank. If this texter in has said there was a guy. <laughs> <laughs> like Joe Guest, like some sort of Joe Guest figure. Yeah, exactly. I went to the Killers. Okay. I managed to wangle quite good. I mean, I'm going to say it was golf buggy level access. Excellent. Oh. I got Artists Village, which oh. is very good. <laughs> Artists Village. You know when you get those passes and they're all they're all kind of papery and you can't take them off. There's a lot oh, of yeah. people listening to this saying no. Yes, you do because you get those passes for everything. Yeah. It's not just Artists Village at the Killers. You get them for no- for normal parties yeah. as well. I okay? don't know. I don't go to things like that anymore. Kids parties, you even get them. Those ones where they have to be careful because if they stick it on, they can take your arm hair. Exactly. Goes, yeah, you know the ones? I know exactly what you mean. So I'm in Artists Village. Brilliant. Killers are all milling around. I wanted food. I had food on my mind. And I know they have good catering. It would have been yeah. worse if the Millers had been all killing around. Yeah. <laughs> well, I believe they follow the Nazarene, the Killers. The killers. killers. Yes. Well, no way. Picked a, picked a strange title, <laughs> are they not? <laughs> the, sh- the thou shalt not, in brackets. <laughs> killers. I think they're Mormons. I think one of them is. Are they? I, yeah, I, don't, I know yeah. nothing about the Killers. Well, I know quite a lot now. One thing is that the backstage catering is first class. Is it? But I couldn't get any because I didn't have the right pass. Oh, no. So I saw this food. It was cucumber water with striped straws. You know when it's all lovely? There was meat, there was cheese balls. I mean, you're not drawing me in. I'm not thinking, "Mm, meat meat and cheese balls? Meat and cheese, I'm in. A bit Henry VIII? Not with my regime. Okay, well, I... I don't want to end up weighing like an eagle. The, um... It's so nice. fit with my regime, though. Yes, you would have liked it. So I'm looking at the food, I think, I want to get one of those. I didn't have the right pass. I went up there. I said, please, you know, can I have something to the woman? said, I'm sorry to have the right pass. I was so humiliated. Mm. So I went up to the killer's mum... Because I thought she might be able to help me. They just got one mum. No, it was one. It was yeah. the drummer's mother, I believe. Oh, that's what they call the killers. It's actually a family name. <laughs> Steve Killer. That's a surname. Phyllis Killer. <laughs> Phyllis uh-huh. Killer. Yeah. And I said, is there any way you could help me? And she was from Las Vegas, wonderful woman. Yeah, sure can, <laughs> sweetheart. Can she she did that? talk a bit like that. Yeah. She said, honey, leave her with me, leave her with me. So I, she went up to a woman and she said, can you give Emily, here's a laminate, here's a laminate, honey. So I put the laminate on, I went up, I said, excuse me. They said, that's not going to get you a meal. You need a meal ticket. 
Well, I've been saying that all my life, right? Yeah. <laughs> I didn't have a meal ticket. What was I going to do? We'll leave it there on, on, a, on a cliffhanger. Excellent. Was he there? <laughs> <laughs> this is Frank Skinner, Absolute Radio. We were discussing Emily's uh, attending a, a music concert with an excellent lineup, and I, what I love about Absolute, where real music matters, is that we're discussing the catering. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what was the lineup again? Killers, Killers Elbow, Elbow, Tears, Tears for, for Fears, Fears. Okay. and others. a few others. Yeah. Um, Etal. Yeah. So I'm backstage. You're that hungry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm backstage trying to find a meal ticket, mm. which is what they call groupies now. Yeah. Now, I was trying to find a meal ticket and I, I couldn't get one. I tried twice. These women recognised me by this point and they were saying, no, I've told you. You haven't oh, got... No, that's not one I've told you. Oh. It was I've told you and also the fact that it was food. I felt a bit embarrassed. And so I kept... I found the killer's mum and she gave me this laminate. They turned down the killer's mum's laminate. Mm. Which is bad. Yeah, outrageous. Did it say mom on the laminate? <laughs> <laughs> it should, shouldn't it? It should do. So I spoke to the killer's girlfriend. Uh, and she said he was always such a quiet bloke. <laughs> <laughs> she gave me a laminate. The killer's working. girlfriend? No, this was oh, one of the girlfriends. I know they're Mormons, <laughs> no, but... No, this was, yeah, this was the drummer's girlfriend. He was lovely. I couldn't get it. So eventually, I just wouldn't give up, Frank. I mean, the gig was Good about to start and I wanted feeding. Mm -hmm. I needed feeding. I was like a lion. Eventually, I did find someone. She managed to get me this slip of paper. I went running down there. I was brandishing it. I said, I've got the meal ticket. I've got the meal ticket. It was so embarrassing. And you know what? They burst into applause. The oh, staff, the catering oh, staff. lovely. They clapped. They went, well done. Oh, that is good. And then I just sat there and ate for a good 45 minutes. Why, why but, the killers <laughs> No, I the watched distance. the killers play. They were marvellous. Well, you've got to say that, Neve, at their food. <laughs> I love the fact you sat there and ate for 45 minutes. This is, it sounds like the sort of story I tell. <laughs> I this tried really hard and then I got premiere The gig was super duper. We, had, <laughs> we watched that. it in the treetops. It was lovely. Once you've had someone's gatto, you've got to praise them. <laughs> yeah. That's the deal. That's what you said about Sarah Lee earlier, isn't it? Yeah, it's true. Terribly. Anyway, uh, thank you so much for listening this morning and um, bring on the feathers. You're listening to the Frank Skinner podcast from Absolute Radio. Want your Frank fix a little sooner? Listen live every Saturday from 8am on Absolute Radio. Across the UK on digital radio, mobile apps and in London and the South East on 105.8 FM. Absolute Radio.